Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the House of Clouds podcast. Um, as per usual, my name is D'Angelo, aka Kumo D. Excuse me, my voice is a little hoarse today, but we're gonna roll with it. It's your boy, aka Superfan, aka Ron of the Spider Verse in the build thing. When I talk, can you shut the fuck up? How about it, nigga? Please. Maybe. Hey, he up now. He up now. It is your boy. Smooth criminal, aka cancel, okay. okay. just escaped a case charge. Oh, wait, wait. What? no, it doesn't. Huh? He just saying that he actually did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. for all yeah, legal purposes. That, yeah. He's just saying that. Just yeah. escaped the charge. Hold up, we we hiring fellas. Hypothetically <laughs> speaking. Okay. All right, Bill. Well, well, come on, Bill. Please, metaphorically. Oh, Hypothetically, you this whole give me this money. whole time. I got twenty on me right for, now. For, give me money. You talking for, about getting a haircut? Give me, give me money. He's still talking. Look, give me money. <laughs> for a couple years, I didn't see this nigga. But haven't I done like crazy things? I braided. Yeah, he did nothing crazy, nigga. You see me? I'm switching it up weekly. I you need to trust in the barber because he do better. <laughs> I haven't even cut it though. I don't be cutting my own hair. I just let it go. Yeah, that's, I did it. that's oh, even man. worse. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. My hair looks. You lavish. look like a monkey, nigga. <laughs> What's wrong with a monkey? Monkey's handsome. You, I can show you a picture of a handsome ass monkey right now. You seen that one? Do he just wake up? Or he been groomed. That, that monkey that took that. That nigga been groomed, <laughs> right? I've never seen that, but I kind of yeah. want to see that. Can you pull that up? Most definitely. The monkey's been groomed, bro. Oh my god. But anyways, y'all, let's Uncapped move into the monkey, topic nigga. before we get too far. Hold on, let me see this real quick. Anyways, <laughs> we getting into the topic, y'all. Um, y'all already know what it is. Demon Slayer episode three um, just dropped today. If you haven't seen it, well, technically you'll hear this on Monday, but it dropped on Sunday. But if you haven't seen the, or seen the episode yet, then we highly encourage you to do so. Quick question. Did we talk about the intro? Did we like that intro? For the opening? Do we like I enjoy it. <clears throat> I no, feel no, like it's the, just enough. The intro, the thing, the opening thing. <clears throat> oh, I don't know if I actually skipped it or I just didn't pay attention. Damn, you didn't like it. I mean, it's skippable. Certainly skippable. Okay. Yeah, it ain't nothing. I think it was just enough. I liked it for what it was. Okay. Took it at face value. Left it at that. Are we talking about where like uh, Luzon was talking to the DJ? No, 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 just the opening. The oh, opening okay. thing with the music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No. You don't like it? No, I, I, I gotta re-listen to it because I, I didn't pay attention to it. That's cool. That's fine. But, anyways, we just gonna briefly run through the episode because realistically, guys, this episode didn't have a lot. Um, it was mainly just. Chasing down the the demon in question at this time. I believe it's upper six. Yeah, upper yeah, six. six. Chasing her down. This is really an informative episode, honestly. That's what, yeah, exactly. Aaron hit it right on the head. It's an informative episode. Um, it's basically made just to inform you about what the demon's been doing in the district, what's going on, and then our boys are trying to catch her. Our boys are kind of catching on to the scent, catching on to what's going on. So... They're what? She's They're running through the district trying to figure some things out. Six. <laughs> That's not the one, though. Basically, we we all agree before we started recording. Um, one of the main high points of this episode is Anosuke, MVP of the episode. Yeah. Gotta give it to him. My man's was going everywhere under the sun trying to track this demon down. Punched a guest in the face, knocked him out, oh, also punched a hole punch. in the wall. He punched him into a hole in another wall. That motherfucker. Exactly. Punched him into a hole. He in was the about wall. to start stripping and revealing. Yeah. Honestly, I was hoping it was one of those scenes like in Dorara, if y'all ever seen it, 
where he punched the dude out of his clothes. <laughs> I was hoping we would get that, but well, it's okay. Retro cartoons right there. Yeah, if y'all ain't seen Dorara, big shouts out, big shout out to them. Um, the first season, first season, yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of deviates after that, but. Outside of the uh, Anosuke being the MVP, because we all agreed on that one, and his punch, what do y'all feel like were um, some high points in the episode? Anosuke um, punching. We yeah, already mentioned that. that. Um, appreciate that, though. I know. That was, but that was the only thing. You know, I, I mean, her origins is kind of, it's, it's, it's okay to me. It yeah. okay. It's not really captivating. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. far as like, um, cause I think like usually this format is a little bit different. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, usually the demon's origin comes like mid fight or to end of the fight towards mm-hmm. the end. Yes, that's when they start revealing. This one is kind of like starting off, you know, telling you about her origins in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily rocking with it. You know, I respect it. Excuse me, but um, I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of just like waiting to get to the, to the nitty gritty. Like, let's get the boxing already. Like, yeah. you know, um, they are doing a lot of talking. That's yeah. three episodes of just talking. And I mean, it's cool. And, yeah. But I mean, and you know, there there should be talking, but I. I don't know. Is there like some side demons, like some little minions they can, know. you know, it's run into? Too fast. Like also that that's my biggest thing right now because I was like I've watched three episodes and then it just felt too fast on each episode. I feel like what each episode, even though it says like twenty three minutes, it really just feels like twelve. Yeah, it does. And I'm like, <sighs> and I was like, I got twelve long. minutes and I gotta wait a whole another week for another just twelve minutes. And it's kind of disappointing. Like, uh, I'm tired of just... I, if, you, if you're going to give me 12 minutes, I'd rather have 12 minutes of action and not 12 minutes of mm. Anosuke doing, like, a quick little run scene. Mm. Then you just have uh, Zenitsu having a quick little conversation with the, the, the demon lady, uh, stopping her from hitting the, the lady. And then, like, she, she quickly bags on him. And then that's it. Like, it's not even really funny. Like, I had, there's just nothing for me. Gotcha. Um, and it just and abruptly ends again. I'm just like, you could have gave me another five minutes. Yeah. And he, this nigga just got hit, and then that was it. And I was and like... And I think another thing, too, that's kind of like, uh, where's Tengen? You know, this, this arc is supposed to be, you know, about Tengen. Mm. We're not seeing that. I know we're, mm. we're seeing a lot of, you know... Um, um, you know, <laughs> I think he's supposed to be scouting in the background at this point. But I mean, can they like focus a little bit more on him? I really wish they would, because we know, we know, like we know about, um, we know about uh, Inosuke, we know about um, Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and yes, you can still show him. But what I'm saying is like. One person that we're interested in seeing is Tengen. Because yeah. that's our, the new character to explore. Facts. Also. The hoes love Tengen. That is valid. You know, so um, hopefully um, next episode touches into something a little, it gets a little mm-hmm. bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. The ignorance level goes up a little bit because yeah. you, yeah. you ready to see it get It's ignorant. so ignorant. Yeah. You got to say ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> are there are there any high points in the episode for you, Anthony? High or did points. we cover it all? Yeah, I thought it was gonna get a little saucy, but then it got disappointing when I seen her pick that girl up. I was like, damn, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing tentacle scenes. Oh shit, it was paper. But nah, it, uh, it was just plain to me, more so to say. I was just, just plain. It felt plain. It just like. The only climax he ever got in this episode was just Ignosuke just punching the dog shit out of a motherfucker with and therefore chased a smaller ranking demon, I'm assuming. Yeah. Out the building. Well, he didn't. He chased um, Upper Moon 6. He was chasing her sash because um, basically she extends 
her body through sashes. Like tentacles. Ooh. Yeah. So she was she he was chasing one of her sh- I, I'm just curious. She taking advantage of uh He said fuck it his wife. Who who are you talking about? You know what's it called? Uh The Demon? Not, no, her name's Doki. 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 He talk, he talk the about, demon's uh, name is Doki. Ma, Ma, Mako? Um, Tengen's wife. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wife. No, he's not. He, she's not no. fucking her. She just wants know. to know. She, look how she it's, had it's her up in the air, man. She had her Chocolates. legs spread, arms bent like this. I was like, damn, girl. She's trying to extract <laughs> information. She's trying to get the information yeah, out of her. That she is distracting. Your mind always will be something. Yeah, I mean, she is distracting something. Because uh, taking too long. Oh, no. <laughs> she should have been done with that. But <laughs> do y'all, um, so, you know, like we've been doing for the last couple of episodes, this this episode didn't really have a lot for us, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, Not enough sauce. So, based on the where we've been so far, how do y'all feel? What's the hype meter? What Man, do y'all rate this episode? Like we always do at this time, I'm giving it a six. Solid six? Okay. Uh, I have the lower I'm going five. Five? I, I, I could meet you there. Five. Yeah. Five? That's negotiable. Five? Yeah. What about you? Five. Five. Man, I, I give it a five. But I, I also thought it would be interesting to throw in, um, now that we put the hype meter rating out there, just to see if maybe this changes our ratings. But some of the events that we can expect in this arc, because the stuff that's to come, pretty mm-hmm. much. So the main thing, Tanjiro and Nezuko fight Daki. So there's a fight coming there. Yeah. Um, oh, then, showing you the format of it. Yeah, yeah. It um, when you look it up, it, it shows you yeah, events, yeah. major oh, events hot. in the art. And I would love to see that because yeah. Nezuko, I love, I like seeing Nezuko fight. Right, yeah. And then we have Tanjiro and Tenjin <laughs> versus Yutaro, which is Daki's brother, because um, Tanjiro and Nezuko are fighting Daki. They realize that oh, they can't twins, kill her. Right? Yeah, they can't kill her without killing him. They have to be decapitated at the same time. Daki and Gyotaro. So is uh, her brother still <clears throat> considered six too? Upper Moon six? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're both six. Oh, twin, 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 twin. Mm-hmm. Hey. And then um, Zenitsu and Inosuke also fight uh, Daki. Because while Tanjiro and Tenzin are fighting Gyotaro, Zenitsu and Inosuke are holding off Daki. They... Try to get it done at the same time. And Nezuko develops her demon mark. So um, this is the first. (laughs) This is going to be the first arc where we see Nezuko at full power. Yes. So (laughs) that's one thing a lot of people are looking forward to. I can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, bitch. Get back. You heard that. And then Tantro also unlocks his demon slayer mark. So I believe this is the first time he sees into the, um, I think it's like the unseen zone mm-hmm. um, or whatever. Sounds deep. I don't know. But it's basically when a demon slayer focuses so much, they unlock um, they unlock basically like a sixth sense. They can see um, miniature, like the even the most minuscule of muscle tension mm-hmm. through somebody's body. They can see all of this to a point where they can basically predict their moves. Um, I believe that's either this arc or next arc that he first. I think that's the next arc. Did we see a glimpse yeah. by that by any chance? I think, like similar to with that one demon doing that dodgeball shit. Nah, practically, that was too early in the game. He ain't no uh, shit about no. shit. No, no, that's that's just. Well, demons can technically see your blood circulation in a sense, so it was probably just that. Mm. Or I'm sorry, it, it's called what Tanjiro sees is called the see through world. Excuse me. Mm. Um, See through world. And then uh this is gonna be the first time towards the end of this arc when we see all of the um demons come together because all of the upper ranks are summoned to Muzan and this is when we see the Infinity Castle. Basically where Muzan Muzan kinda hides away. Uh-huh. It's like his um his area, basically mm-hmm. his abode, mm-hmm. his space. His hollow bash. Uh, yeah. And then safe space. Now after after this, we basically go into the Swordsman Village arc when Muzan decides that he wants to launch an attack on where they're getting their weapons from. So where the Demon Slayers are getting their weapons from, which is the Swordsman Village. Um, and then I think after this, after that is the Hashira training arc 
But with hearing like some of the events, does that boost your hype meter at all? Yeah, um, of course. Well, knowing what the story is, <clears throat> was, that's what's keeping me entertained. But I was like, yeah. in terms of the season so far, mm-hmm. compared to the first season, it is, okay, it's, it's on the more on the letdown side mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, this um, felt like a filler. It does. It does. Yeah, especially does like coming off of the movie. Off of the yeah, movie. you're like okay, yeah. cool. and the Mugen train when they put it to the the series yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I hope is that because realistically, animation wise, I know these these episodes probably do take a lot, but they don't take as much. As episodes with fight scenes mm, do. Exactly. And the Swordsman Village arc is a heavy fight arc. So maybe, or my suspicion, is that maybe they're taking this time to make it kind of like a lull and kind of lull us into things. Take it very slowly. Mm. Because they're also working on the Swordsman well, Village the, arc at the same time. As my own thing about that is you're already going to take like <coughs> damn near yeah, half a year. How long did it take for this season, season two? When season one came out, it was like 2000, what? I think it was 2020, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was 2019. It had to be. 2019 or 2018? Yeah, either one. Because this feels like it's been about two two years. Yeah. Been two years? Shit. Yeah. And the manga has already finished. So, if you're going... Uh, If you're going... um, you know, strictly off the manga, because I don't think they've changed anything. April 6, 2019. <clears throat> yeah, they haven't changed like anything or anything significant, in, you know, for them time. to be like, oh, this is going to take a little bit more time, mm-hmm. unless they plan on it. Mm-hmm. So if they're going like hand in hand based off the manga, like you should be pretty, pretty quick with it. Yeah, but I mean, the manga does have this. Like infiltration, this infiltration portion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, they're still being true to the manga. It's just it's not what we're used to. There's like a lot more backstory to this because the upper rank six, they're so deeply embedded in the culture of the red light district. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to go through everything to really like fill out their story. Mm-hmm. And then Tengen's also a very like. There's a lot of culture behind him too. So it's a very like deep arc. And then this arc sets the basis or the tone for all of the higher up missions that come along. So mm-hmm. this this is when Nezuko starts being a, a pivotal point. Like this is when Nezuko, not saying that she wasn't relied on before, but this is when Nezuko starts really fighting on her own. And she can handle things without Tanjiro being there. And this is when Zenitsu starts to come into his own too. And he becomes a fighter that doesn't have to be asleep. This is when Anosuke figures out that he can fight and be calm at the same time and be rational. And he gets the other side of his power set. And this is when Tanjiro grows up too because Tanjiro has to fight alongside Ahashira. So there's a lot of growth in this arc. So I feel like if they didn't pace it like this, then it would be a lot of rush storylines. So that's why I'm, I'm okay with the lull right now. Because so, there's there's a lot going on. Fucking dirty motherfuckers right there. Yeah, and Tengen's Y'all, powers, like, you you would you have to explain them. So if he just goes, like, right into a fight, it it's not going to make the most mm. sense because the way that his fighting style is, there's a lot of, like, theory to it. Well, <clears throat> the theory that beats among all <coughs> is that he doesn't really have powers. He's just swinging swords. Nah. Yeah. Nah. You know what the bitch said. <laughs> well, I mean, he uses bombs. He uses sound. Mm-hmm. He uses a lot of echolocation. He basically write like his mind naturally maps out fights like a piece of music. Fuck so he bad. can predict it where it's going. He can predict how it changes. He can predict like when it's going to raise, when it's going to have a lull. He can even predict like based on the breathing pattern of his opponent, what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So he met Murdoch basically and this bitch. Yeah. He and he's a ninja. Your, so there's a lot there too. Daredevil in your lungs. Oh yeah, I can hear him. Yeah, that was your lungs. Yep. Yeah. But 
I mean, full spoilers <laughs> ahead. Full spoilers ahead from now on, guys, because um, Anthony touched on the note that we needed to segue. Mm-hmm. Matt Murdock. Um, and the reason we say Matt Murdock is because we just saw the new Spider-Man movie. And my man, once again, we got to say it at least three times. That is an unwritten rule. Spoilers. That's two. Spoilers. That's three. Spoilers. Motherfucker, you've been, you been warned. Been y'all, warned y'all, was, y'all was warned. And Matt Burdock being Peter Parker's lawyer in this. Lawyer. Crazy! I didn't. I didn't see it coming. Didn't expect I, it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Though. You know, I've been watching. Like I said, shout out to the new rock stars and Screen Crush, because mm. those guys are really like they're they're the brains. You know, they think for you, mm. and they have the knowledge mm-hmm. to, you know, put it all together. So you could be like, that makes sense, yeah. and you disagree. You don't disagree, <laughs> but um, yeah, they really like push towards it, especially with. You know, Hawkeye being out and seeing uh, Vincent D'Onofrio um, as Kingpin. He was like, I know this nigga. I know. And then Kevin Feige even said so. I was like, Spider-Man is going to go through a legal case in this movie. And who else? Who better to do it? Can't have some J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> Not J.G. Wentworth. Uh, what's his fucking name? Um, Larry H. Parker. You can't. I'll fight for you. Not for Spider-Man. Not for, not for uh, Peter Parker. I mean, it's it's just it's crazy to me. Matt because. Murdoch is that nigga that in the RDC World video, you, we, that, you're in 4K. And he still gets you out. <laughs> that nigga can't see shit. Look, he had a little part, and it made a big impact. That's what's crazy. Hey, but when he caught that brick, though, through the the glass, Peter Parker looked at him different, like, hey, hold up. Wait a minute. Something special about him. Something special about him. I thought (laughs) he was saying, though, like, I I was going to catch that. You know, all Matt did was hurt that damn thing coming close to the wind and altitudes and longitudes. He like, ah. Yeah. Matt Murdock could see. That's the crazy thing. That mm-hmm. man can see. Yeah. He just can't see like we crazy. see. He, yeah. But he see. He does. Uh, My nigga see. He sees. 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 Um, so let's try and roll through it as as precisely as we can. (laughs) So initially, Spider-Man's caught up. We know we 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 saw the last couple movies. He's caught up. He got exposed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mysterio lied on him. Exactly. And he's he's trying to live this this normal life, superhero balance, but it's not working. Mm -hmm. And then. Um, he's trying to get back to school. He's trying to get into college. MIT. I think it was messed up that my man's can't get accepted to MIT. Neither can his girl. Neither can Ned because they're friends with him. Because of the info, this it's rumors. Then, then he was he was acquitted. He was so acquitted. It's like, he's walking free. You know what it is like. I think, I think too. Um, you know, of course, from the standpoint of he's a superhero, but um, the fact of like it's like you think really, can he really focus on his work? Like niggas saving the world, and they're helping him do that. You think they're gonna be worried about a fucking final? Like you're gonna fail. Like you have you have a career that's paying you absolutely nothing. Focus on that. My man's just getting straight A's and saving the world. Come on. Let him into MIT. You're a scientist. Let him into MIT. In any spy movie, this is where you see Jameson go in on Spider-Man. Oh, God. That man hates his soul how he was going in and look. People around him die. I was like, nigga, you going to say that after his grand... 
You a cold piece, Jameis. You a cold piece, nigga. I've always oh, yeah. been like that motherfucker. That motherfucker. J. Jonah Jameson is a nutcase. He's a <laughs> nutcase. He was a whole bitch. new breed in this side. Hey, like, but man. in the comics, when my man's was getting caught up, who he called? Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Mm. Spider-Man, please! <laughs> please! I'm gonna die! Hey, he look. still talk bad on his name. But look, Fuck and Tobey Maguire, even, even he had a rational head. And this Spider-Man? Nah, this nigga's sad. Oh, brother, 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 you're it. jumping the gun. Oh. Mm. And say his name right. Oh. Well, Amazing, brother. Oh. <laughs> Pop off only on occasions, brother. Hey, hey, hey. But, I don't think I was jumping the gun. I'm just going to reflect him in this past. You know, we getting there. We getting there. So basically, Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange. We all know how it goes, man. Botches the spell, brings baddies from other universes into our mainline universe with our Peter Parker. We got messed up Green Goblin. We got Sandman. We got Doc Ock. We got Liz. Hell yeah. I was going to say Lizzo. That's the problem. But we got the lizard in here. I'm pretty sure Lizzo's in the universe. If she ever hears this, we're not calling you a lizard. But lizards be trying to recruit. The Liz, yeah, Kurt Connors, the Lizard, um, and we got Electro, mm-hmm. Jamie Fox looking splendiferous. Oh, I like yeah. the look this time. I didn't like the original Max Dillon look with the <clears throat> comb over and all that stuff. So Amen. Jamie well, Fox being Jamie Fox really is cool. Up too. The thing <laughs> is, like, he was a nerd, so yeah. I feel like sometimes they overdo nerd. like the nerd yeah. archetype though, and that felt overdone. Oh, um, I can see that. My man's have four nerd, strands yeah. of hair. <laughs> on his head, slick to the side, like bro, come on. He I like see. little dick. But I mean, like it's just the depiction right because Damn. you wouldn't, and I mean it's it's stereotypish. <clears throat> you wouldn't see that version of Electro as super smart. That nigga can sing. He probably get bitches every Friday, Saturday. He's and shocking he's bitches. Smart as hell. Well, we don't know that till we but talk. To exactly. Him. We don't but know if we see him. You know, with the come over, we like automatically that nigga's a nerd. He's <laughs> smart. He looks like a Oh, I know he graduated smart. top he of his class. Hell. <laughs> uh, he uh, he looked like the nerd version of uh, what you call Joe off of Medea right there. That's how they had that Joe look like. 1 800. Show that. But that um, show was looking like, hey, he was doing that too. That was, <laughs> I mean, and. Peter Parker is supposed to be trying to send them back, but he decides that he wants to help them. Hey, he I gotta give it to to Peter Parker in this movie or Tom Holland. But the way that he finessed Doctor Strange with the geometry, mm-hmm. that was powerful. Like yeah, I was like, come on, what bro. It was uh, super interesting. Mm-hmm. And as shout out to Screen Crush again, they were explaining how his um his level of spidey sense was on a different level. It was an elevated level of Spidey sense when he, um, if you remember, in uh, No Way Home, not No Way Home, uh, Far From Home, mm-hmm. when Aunt made through the the, um, the whatever it was like lotion or something, yeah. and Spidey sense didn't work. She was like, he ain't got that tingly thing because they were explaining when he got blipped, his um, his uh, Spidey sense like diverted, like it wasn't as strong, but when he had that moment. When he was fighting Mysterio, when he closed his eyes and he destroyed the drones, mm-hmm. he connected to like the spider, like his spider, um, you know, like all the, uh, the Spider-Man had that connection to like, it's like, a, um, it's like, um, when the flash goes into the speed force, kind of like that for Spider-Man. Yeah. What? So uh, a whole new level. Yeah, so that's why they was explaining why he was able to do what he did with Doctor Strange, as far as like in the astral projectory, because that's not really new to him, because mm-hmm. he's you know in his spider sense he's kind of you know yeah. doing that. So that was dope to me. Like seeing him, he was look we we what you got on me, nigga. Doctor Strange <laughs> is really getting pissed, like. <laughs> He was like, wait, hold up, hold up. You ain't supposed to be doing this. Like, and they said nobody's ever been able to swing, swim back to their body. Yeah. Peter's the only dude to do that. Yeah. And like he said, like, this feels amazing. Ain't nobody ever said that. Mm-hmm. That nigga's different. <laughs> Don't yeah. fuck with that. Yeah, the question first, am I dead? Well, 
I think okay. So here's my theory. Y'all see what I'm Madam Webb. I seen a bitch in in Target that looked like her. Oh god. Like, hey madam. But here's my theory for that. Cause I feel like it connects to Madam Webb. Because I don't know if y'all ever saw Spider Man Unlimited. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Spider Man Unlimited? Okay. Great show. Definitely watch it, bro. Um, but it had a lot of the deeper stuff about like Spider-Man because it's basically him unlocking more levels to his spy, uh, his Spidey powers. Um, there's also a full um, fighting style that he learns. Mm-hmm. I think it's called like a rasp, like Spider yeah. Foo or Arachnafu, yeah, something, something like that. Like that. But it's it's I like the sound of that. It's basically a fighting style that maximizes on his webbing, maximizes on his speed, maximizes on his strength. And kind of like reinforces the idea that he has eight limbs, but uses only four. So there's um, there's a portion where he gets extra mutations where he does grow additional mm-hmm. limbs and he does like fully use the yeah. fighting style, but he uses his speed to overcome when he usually just has his four. Um, but Madam Web is basically the clairvoyant mm-hmm. that kind of connects them. Sorry about that, but uh, kind of connects them all to the the web. Yeah, yeah, in general, like, like they're the like web the webverse, works. yeah. So, <clears throat> I think Spider Man was okay with being pushed out of his body mm-hmm. and stuff like that because I don't know if you remember in Spider Man Unlimited, Madam Web she does pulled him out of his yeah, body too, but she pulled him out mentally, mm-hmm. kind of like how like Charles Xavier would or something like that. Doctor Strange pulls him out spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason that he's cool with that is because of that connection to Madam Web. So I think like, cause Madam Web, she's not the source of their power, but she knows the most about yeah. their power and Spider Man throughout the yeah. like throughout the world. Pretty she's much. like that that God that Godfather that mm-hmm. just you know we're going way deep in this bitch. Exactly. Right so damn. she knows, and I think when he pushed like when Doctor Strange pushed Peter out. That was the only time that because you know when you leave your body behind, you also semi leave your mindset. So your mindset is gonna change. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the only time Peter could think clearly and see clearly, and that's why it felt so good mm-hmm. to him that his body was calm. And I think to some extent he connected to that, mm-hmm. like what Madame Web that that separate universe that Madame Web would bring her into as the clairvoyant and stuff like that. And I think that's why it felt so good to him because it felt natural. Yeah. And then with the geometry and him using his webbing like that, it's, I don't know if y'all noticed, but when everything spun around, it did kind of look like just a regular web. Yeah. And I love when they do that. I love when like they, they date back to Spider-Man, like it's spider behavior. Mm -hmm. That was hot to me. Like, yeah, that nigga pent up like a spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I beat Dr. Strange. Motherfucker. Like, I'm that nigga. That nigga is strong with the mystic arts. He cold. Mm-hmm. I beat that nigga. <laughs> I be flexing like a... He not gonna remember that. Mm-hmm. You know I whipped your ass. Nope. Nah, he didn't. <laughs> and then with the flame. I think, like, that's what's coming next for Peter. Because he doesn't have MJ now. He doesn't have Ned. We skipped forward a little bit, guys, but I promise you we'll double back. But he doesn't have MJ, doesn't have Ned. And then in Spider-Man Unlimited, when he was left alone, mm-hmm. that's when he first started meditating. And that's when he connected to Madame Webb on accident. Yeah. So I think low-key they might be alluding that like mm-hmm. my, Madame Webb might be coming to like help Peter kind of power up in a sense. Mm-hmm. And then, like, too, it's like the Guru Lahina, you know, remove all things that, that matter so you can achieve a higher level. You remember Zaheer and that nigga? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was about to ask, was like, ain't that from Korra? But I didn't want to. Yeah. I was like, if this is a real guru, I'm about to sound dumb. <laughs> it as might hell. be, I think. Probably is, you know. Yeah, real life. I mean, like air nomads are based off of a lot of real gurus in their, their teachings, so it's possible. But anyways, yeah, that's just my theory. I think I think they're bringing Madam Webb to the to the joint. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I think Marissa Tomei still has 
Like go me. Some time in her contract mm-hmm. with Marvel. I said, I believe she does. So, go me. Who knows? We may see some sort of comeback. Maybe they'll reuse her as Madam Web. That would be kind of cool. They just have to add some makeup to her, make her look yeah. a little older. But I think she could pull it off. But anyways, moving forward. Um, after Peter basically traps Doctor Strange, we go into him trying to save, quote unquote, these villains. Um, and then Green Goblin, as per usual, double crosses him. He's, <laughs> excuse me, he does manage to save Doc Ock. Mm, but besides that, can't really get him too much. He got to Electro, kind of, but Electro pulled it off yeah. because he didn't like the power being absorbed from him. Um, Especially, like, seeing all that, like, <clears throat> um, like, new technology, like Stark Tech. Mm-hmm. Like, that, he's just like, damn, this, this attains <coughs> a lot of energy. Like, nigga, I, let me get that. Mm-hmm. Even Doc Ock felt tempted on that Stark heart right there. Like, Doc Ock got tempted with the nanotech. Yeah, yeah. The nanotech is what got Doc. But that that shit was funny. Yeah. That nigga straight hostage. He hold Doc Ock hostage. How you do that? He like I control your tech now. Hey, open that. Doc Ock should have knew that though. Like the nanotech is set for Peter, for mm-hmm. Peter's command. Come on, mm-hmm. don't steal other people's tech, bro. That's how you get messed up. Mm-hmm. It was as simple as that. I get fucked up. What did, what Rick Ross said? Stepping on my toes will get you fucked up. <laughs> Balenciagas. But then we move on. All these villains are loose. Basically, Peter's entire plan backfires. And then Goblin wants to set him up. Basically, Goblin keeps talking about freeing him, in a sense. Or, or him moving to actually get the power that he should have had a long time ago. And this means taking out his ties to other people. And unfortunately, Aunt May becomes the, I had a quick the victim of that. Yeah, what's up? Um, this is cool, but if we're, if we're explaining it to him, these are technically people that already seen the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So shouldn't we just be like touching on certain parts? I mean, we kind of are. I mean, you just giving a synopsis. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I was like, yeah, technically, they already seen it. If they listening this far, you seen it. If not, you just don't care about spoilers. Or you just wanted to hear it. Yeah, true. See what's up. Well, like, they like your voice. Mm-hmm. Not right now. We'll see, though. But, Barry White. <laughs> Barry White, baby. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I May dies. Simple as that, y'all. That was a... Um, did did you did you feel that moment? Was that a? You didn't feel it. Yeah. You just disconnected. I remember I said that like right after. Pieces. I was like, I felt I needed more from that. It was too quick. I I pondered on it a little bit. The reason why I didn't feel it was because it was too quick. It was just a, boom, she died, and then, like it was. I wish they could have sat in that a little bit longer. Then mm. just pop, pop, mm. and then he had to get up out of there. And so I, you didn't really, to me, feel Aunt May like truly die. Yeah. Like it just felt too quick for me. I think that's mm-hmm. also why I didn't like that scene. Like I, all the way. Um, I loved it because um, it 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 what it captured for me is that he never has a moment to breathe. You know, like even even in the fact of his, bro, come on, come on, <laughs> this 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 deep. Something I said. And you should have walked away. You should have walked away. I'm sorry, that song fitted that moment. It really did. Got this Patron bottle. I'll Got this Patron bottle. Okay, like I was saying, it, it what it captured for me is um, even even in. Something like that tragic happening. Yes. You know, um, he still has a job to do. And it's like he can't necessarily sit there and, you know, yes, he wants to grieve. And he did so by going up to the, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, the so and so, so and so. That's why I, I said I felt the. Well, I'll let you finish. I, I felt that scene a little bit more. And then it didn't make me like tear up. But I was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. That, that scene so, made me more like, yeah. 
I felt it, especially like it hit me too. Is because like this is a different version of of Peter, mm-hmm. you know, rather than um, in Spider Man, uh, in Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, he had you know Uncle Ben and Aunt May and mm-hmm. um, and um, and um, Andrew, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. He had Uncle Ben too, right? It was yeah. Well, it was his parents that got taken out. Yeah, yeah. First. yeah. So and then um, it was Uncle Ben. Yeah. So so same like story, this man. is this is a. Peter Parker that is just has his aunt May, no Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah no Uncle Ben. So mm-hmm. you know this has been his 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 dog, his road dog. You know, um, so for me, I was like, damn, like then, like you know, going ahead when he he goes through further, mm-hmm. like that nigga's done, like completely isolated now. Yeah. So uh, that hit, I, you know. The, I definitely the, felt the, that. The, I felt the moment with the friends a little bit more uh, than the Aunt May thing. That's kind of also why, like, I, I, um, I want, I kind of wanted the same thing for Aunt May. I wanted like kind of two of those moments. I know that might be a lot to ask, but um, I was like, you know, how much Aunt May meant to uh, Peter, and I just. It maybe it just just so maybe it was the way it was shot, mm-hmm. but I just didn't feel it, and I was like, I want to feel sad. Obviously, that's that's his that's his girl, um, but I just didn't feel it, and he had to get up out of there. I felt it a little bit more from Happy than I felt it from Peter. Like just walking up, seeing your girl on the floor, I was like, I felt a little bit more from Happy, even ex-girl. though ex-girl, ex-girl, very true, but. But I felt it a little bit more from Happy than you know him scared Peter Rod, and then pop pop. Then so like that's why I had mixed emotions on that scene. Like I I was like I wanted to like it more and I wanted to feel it, but I just I just couldn't get Mm it. Um, uh, Moving on from that, um, where where were we going from there? When they um, find find the other Spider Man. Yes, we're going from hype moment to hype moment. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man's. Also, low-key hype moment, Ned is a magician. Didn't see this coming. Yeah, in the comics, he he has somewhat of a role. I forgot what it was, but Mm -hmm. I thought he was more kind of like a... Man in the chair. Gadget, gadget guy. You know, that little Spider-Man meme thing they did in there. Mm. When they said Peter Parker... uh, a little bit fast for him, but still, it was like, man, he like, you Spider Man, you Spider Man, you Spider Man. They're Spider-Man? all pointing at you. Oh, they all pointing at you. I'm like, oh, I see where y'all <laughs> going with this. Y'all actually bring this to life. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I like Sony it. actually slipped up and posted it last week. You, you, you. They posted the meme. Oh. And they're like, we're making this real. And they, they deleted the tweet like super quick. Damn. They're like, no, 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 no. They're worse. And Tom Holland's already blabbing out about. Them having everybody on production. I think it's on purpose because it gains, it gives you, it gives you just more traction. Well, I mean, there was no way they could really hide the fact that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire was in there. I mean, they had them on the cast list, and the cast list was posted. Did did anybody laugh right when they seen Tobey? Yeah, I was like, he's (laughs) nigga. Yo, he, that nigga's ear is as big as fuck. <laughs> and I was like, man. You always shooting on somebody. I was like, man, them, I was like, them, them years ain't doing you good, my boy. <laughs> he just, it, what, he just seems so happy. Like, I yeah. could never see him mad. Like, Toby's happy. Mm-hmm. Hey. Toby! You know, you know what I noticed in the movie when they was first talking? What? When they was talking about aliens and stuff? Um... I don't know if it was Toby or Andrew Spider Man, but one of them said like they had they had had some power for a little bit from space. I didn't catch it. No, I, I do know. remember. Oh, I, um, I, either, I, I do remember, uh, and they they missed that as well. There was um, a moment where like uh, Andrew came through the portal. He was like, "You guys have uh, wizards here, or like uh, magicians here, or whatever wizards." I think he said wizards. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, he's he made a, a reference like, yeah. So in my world too, mm-hmm. you know. And then too in uh, Toby's world, they made a reference. It was way back when Jonah Jameson was um, trying to figure out a name <laughs> for Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He's like uh, Octopus Man or something. He's like Doctor Strange. He's like, oh, yeah. that's a good one. But that's Taken. Taken, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. So it's that's like they're making a lot of the stuff that was back then canon mm-hmm. simply because of the multiverse. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So everything is like, oh, that's a just that's whole that's just a whole nother universe. Yeah. Which is dope. Cause technically the Netflix series are aren't necessarily they're loosely connected because what they explain that um the Netflix always reference the movies mm-hmm. but the movies never reference the Netflix. Mm-hmm. But for Disney Plus it's different simply because it's a d- direct connection. Mm-hmm. But um the Netflix was always like loosely connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean like the only reason I brought that up is because I was going like I was going to see if y'all thought if y'all had caught that, because I think that whichever Spider Man said it, that means that one of them had the power cosmic. Yeah, the cosmic spider. So that means that that happened in their universe. So that means we're not we might not see it in Peter Parker's. Mm. So mm. that's why I was saying, or we not we might not see it in Tom Holland's. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, I don't remember which I one said it, but Tom if Holland's. it happened in their universe, he was the only one that was referenced out of space. Andrew Garfield, he said he never had none of those experiences. Mm-hmm. It, it was either Tony no, or Tony. Um, what he said was, oh, I, I was in space and I fought an alien. Mm-hmm. And um, Toby, Toby McGuire yeah, said, yeah. yeah, I fought an alien from space. And he was referring to like Venom. Venom, yeah. So he didn't say that he had the power. He was, if he did, he was referring to him having Venom. the symbiote. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, Andrew Garfield was like, "Shoot, I never fought him. Yeah. yeah, fought a lizard, but <laughs> or a rhino. We yeah, we gonna keep powering through this one because hype moments right. after hype moments, man. Mm. The final fight was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Seeing all three of the Spider Mans come together, but then. I want to kind of speed through because, like you said, if they listen to this and they this far in, they already seen the movie. Yeah. So we we can afford to move. Let's forward. go way deep. But final scene, Eddie Brock gets taken back because Doctor Strange finally clears everything out. Doctor Strange makes everybody forget, sends everybody back to their proper universe. Mm-hmm. Eddie Brock leaves a piece of the Venom symbiote. What do y'all think that means for the the future? Venom. Um, it was even crazy too, like taste my venom. because people were questioning, like venom. how does how does Venom? Because remember the spell was everybody who knows Peter Parker mm. comes. Yeah, people mm. was like, how does Venom know Peter Parker? And the way like that with these niggas is like next level on this shit. I tell you, the multiverse shit is so crazy. So. Um, remember when Venom was talking to Eddie, he was like, we have, we're a hive mind mm-hmm. from like centuries, like, yeah. and so the Venom from Tobey Maguire's, um, universe seen Peter. Mm-hmm. So since they're a hive mind, he automatically has that, that information. So when he saw Peter on, when they, um, you know, um, on the thing. And it said Peter Parker. He automatically knew, like, I know Peter Parker. Yeah, mm-hmm. my nigga in the other, you know, so and so dealt with a Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. That nigga ain't good news. But that was dope. I was like, how yeah. the fuck do y'all come up that's with this why shit? It, it's like that spell wasn't gonna work on Venom. It just that and, was the person who made this. And I mean, there's only one null. There's yeah. multiple nulls across the universe. So that mm-hmm. means that there's only one source for symbiotes. Mm-hmm. So no matter how many universes there are, that hive mind should affect all of them. So yeah, exactly. I, under, I understand theory, but who do y'all do y'all think that Venom is latching on to Flash Thompson in this universe? No, I think it's, you. Or do you uh, think they're reintroducing another Eddie Brock? I think they're yeah. Eddie Brock because they created the platform. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have to because um, I think people definitely want to see. Venom and Venom, um, he doesn't get the spider symbol till he <coughs> Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll make him a, a villain before they make him an anti anti, or um, a, you know, a, 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 before a hero. Yeah, yeah an anti hero. Because so, um, we, I definitely want to see that. That's classic. Mm-hmm. Spider Man versus Venom. Mm-hmm. 
classic. I have to see it. Yeah. yeah. And then Spider-Man and Venom it. versus Carnage. Yeah. I would like to see that. So, um, I need to see that. And then, I mean, we also have... So, we have Thor. Um, God, I think it's Love, Love and Thunder Love coming. Is that first or Doctor Strange first? Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is, is in March. And then I think Thor is a little bit... Is Thor before? <coughs> I feel like Thor is before it. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, though. I'm not going to spare the time to look it up right now. <laughs> but, um, so, in Thor, Love and Thunder... Gore the God Butcher is in there. I heard, yeah. And Gore the God Butcher's main power source is technically a part of Null, the original symbiote. Mm. So the only nigga to kill a celestial. Exactly. Nigga just floating in space, dead. Just, ooh. <laughs> this nigga got got. So, I mean, we got, like, we're getting more symbiote information mm-hmm. just from that movie because it has to happen. Yeah. Then we're also going to get things like um, Thor Odinson. Mm-hmm. Or rather I think than the Guardians, too, may even... Guardians are getting the power up, too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, with Thor Odinson, then we get more access to the Odin Force. Yeah. So things are just going to get more powerful from here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when we could get into power cosmic and things like when that. That's why I brought it up. I Probably know. in Thor God and yeah. Thunder, to be honest. Because he, he does kind of play a, a part of a role in, in um, Gore the God Butcher's Rampage. Yeah, because they gave us an innuendo when he was in, uh, what's it called? The Collectors? Yeah. Yeah. I already gave that hand. We used to have a warrior before. They showed him, too. They showed him, yeah. Yeah, a little statue. No, um, he was in the... The jar. Yeah. Oh, no, they yeah. showed his statue, too. They showed his statue. Yeah. And that was in Thor. Yeah. Um, Thor Ragnarok. But, I mean, with all this stuff coming, where do y'all, where do y'all feel like Peter Parker fits into this next? Do y'all feel like he's going to stay friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Or because Avengers technically don't know him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So do y'all feel like he's staying in that box? Or do you think like he's going back to the Avengers roster to do no, more? No, I with think them? he'll stay local yeah. for a bit. Then like when See, when shit good. pop off, he'll he'll make himself known. Mm-hmm. Um because now that they introduced Kingpin, which is a, a um Major Spider-Man, yeah, though. Yeah, Major Spider-Man. And Man. Feast, too. Yeah. Spy- yeah Peter yeah. Parker's yeah. running Feast now. Well, let's not forget so. Daredevil and Spider-Man we might see together this time, too. Yeah. Yeah, Daredevil and Spider-Man running the now same. Now that they're, they have that screen time play, ooh-wee. So, Sharing we might get nemesis. that. Ooh. Also, um, we got, man, I was going to say something, but I feel like I forgot. Yeah, London on the track, too. <laughs> but I mean with Spider-Man with Spider-Man staying local and everything um, do you think him being forgotten by everyone in the main Avengers line sets him up to be scouted for the young Avengers because comic wise yeah. he's the leader of the young Avengers mm-hmm. so and they're setting up a lot of young Avengers they're setting up um, Kamala Khan's basically coming out and then Doctor Strange. They're gonna do Riri. Yeah, Riri's coming. No, out that girl is not Kamala Khan. The one with the star on her back. They've already uh said who she was. I forgot her name. But she uh she can crack into other dimensions. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know if But she, I think they still she, are. She still... might be America Chavez then. Yeah, I think yeah. America, America Chavez, Chavez, yeah. yeah I'm cool Chavez. with that. Either way, yeah. I mean Young yeah. Avengers still. Yeah, still so still. I mean with all the Young Avengers talk going around, do you think mm-hmm. that we're now Marvel is beginning to start that next step to yeah. deviate towards Miles is coming too. Miles is coming. Mm-hmm. He's definitely coming. I mean, but could you argue that this is ultimate universe? Well, his uncle's in, and remember, his uncle was in the first movie. Yeah, Aaron was there. Yeah. But that doesn't guarantee, because Oscorp isn't a thing. That's true, too. So, Oscorp, if Oscorp's not around, Oscorp can't make that spider, Miles never gets bit. That's true. So, yeah, because that's a special We can make it happen, 
we can add it. I mean, there could be a Norman Osborn around, but I think that's why they made it a big feat that Norman was going around looking for Oscorp. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find anything like you Oscorp. You know what? I think it's going to happen because how they played it out now, you could get Peter Parker working under James Jameson. This James Jameson, even though that nigga is some terrible-ass nigga. But <coughs> how that's playing off, you show Spider-Man's intelligence now. Finally, for God's sake, I was waiting for that shit. Now he's making his own suits. Finally, for God's sake, I was waiting for that shit. Nah, that's a classic suit. He's that's, that's what I'm saying. I've been <clears throat> waiting for all this shit. Now you can introduce probably the new person in his life who probably is going to be a new friend and a new mentor. Kind of like similar down the route in the beginning where it could lead to Miles Morales. Like the build up of new <coughs> friendship. It could I, you know... Uh, for that, I would have to, because Oscorp makes the spider. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. really what it boils down to. And that's, that's why it, uh, I'm curious on this. That's why, because if Oscorp is going eventually somewhere soon, man, repeat is going to MIT. But this remember, window too. Uh, that remember somebody purchased the uh, somebody purchased the, the Avengers Tower. Yeah, sorry, yeah. So that could possibly be. Osborne. I think it's more so Kingpin. I think it is Kingpin more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. But it could be a possibility. I feel like it would be slim. It's possible. Key. I mean, it's, it's slim pickings, but it's, it's definitely yeah. possible. I mean, it's something to like, you know, because, yeah. raise your eyebrow too, Todd. Raise your eyebrow. It, it's yeah. Possibilities are not going to discard still. Yeah. Still yeah, a possibility. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. I think Spider-Man is going to show up and potentially show up in the last episode of Hawkeye. Because it's around the same time. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because um, oh, you know the um, the uh, the Avengers little um, sign. Yeah. Yeah, it's in it's in um, the Spider Man movie, which makes it around the same time. And then <coughs> towards the end of the movie, it's more around Christmas time because it was snowing. Mm-hmm. And um, Hawkeye, it's there in the Christmas time, time December. Yeah. So. I'm I'm just excited. So, I'm excited. Yeah, for the man. Future, I trust. I fully trust Kevin Feige. This mm-hmm. motherfucker know what the fuck he doing. Thank he God. said, "If you don't, if you don't even fuck with comic books, if you can't even have a, a clear cut conversation, thank God, I don't want you. Thank you know, God. You, this is an interview, my nigga. You fail. He saved. <clears throat> he saved Tom's Tom Holland's image in my head, and of him being Spider Man. After seeing this, he saved that image. Hold on, my nigga. He was nigga. He I was... didn't see no display of intelligence or none throughout those other two until now. Now I can say yeah, I'm, because they were just I don't know. I don't they were giving it all on. My man was Tony Stark dependent. Like, yeah, that he was in was... astrophysics, but all they did was say he's in these classes. You never see him actually display as what you get to see in this one. You've seen all three of them, but you've still seen that display <coughs> of geniusness, especially with the doc, I mean, what you call Dr. Doctor Strange scenario, how he displayed his thinking. You've seen more display science. I mean, he yeah. showed hints of it. He, you he know, showed he, showed, it. he showed he's a nerd. The like, web fluid. Back in, um, back in uh, Civil War, when he was like, I seen this movie, and you go for the legs. Uh-huh. And I ain't gonna let no movie shit slide like that. Nah. That it's showing he's a nerd. That was Star Wars. A lot of people don't like Star Wars. You have to. No. You're considered a nerd if you like that. No, so, I know that. But it's a display. Of it's that. it's adding to yeah. the subculture. But I, I ain't gonna say. I mean, we we when it comes to comics, I think you we could go on That's and on. Man. When it comes to Spider Man, we could go on and on. So so let's let's end it off with this. Who is the best Spider-Man in your opinion? Or who's your favorite? Miles Morales. No, I'm talking about uh, movie, cinematic. Oh, Tom Holland. Yeah. He wanted Tom Holland's this. my favorite. Yeah, he, he wanted with this one. This mm-hmm. one, he wanted. But and I finally... Before, it was Toby. Mm-hmm. Because I was still giving it to Toby. I liked Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people don't like Amazing Spider-Man. I like it. Yeah. I remember you saying you didn't really fuck with it. Huh? I remember you saying... No, that wasn't me. Yeah, it was. (laughs) No, No, we we heard you say that. No, I didn't say that. I liked Amazing Spider-Man. No, I... It was good. No, I didn't say that. You criticized it, at least. I didn't say that. I don't remember ever saying that. I said I liked it. 
It was it was somewhere. It might have been Tobey Maguire's movie. You say you didn't like Tobey because crime. the only thing is because of the webs. I well, I like I generally like movie. all of them, but it um they it, it was kind of like for Tobey Maguire it was kind of like low key like um, love of our lives. This nigga was always crying, but it also <laughs> now that I'm older, you know, it also shows a different side of each Spider Man yeah. and depicts each Spider Man differently. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tom Holland is the youngest, and like he fits the criteria of Spider Man. All right, y'all. We're going to have to wrap it up. We could be talking all day. Peace.